I, I did some thinking. I was like, if you lose your tail, why why you still can't transform? Like, like um, that makes like no sense to me. Like genealogically, you know. Cause I'm like, you should still be able to. It's not like it changed your altered your DNA. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Herbal Synergies, the shop. I'm your host, Sinji. With me, of course, Herbay. What's up, Herbie? Well, you know, nothing much. Live a life. Life living you. Nah, not today. Oh, really? Yeah, dog. Life can't live you all the time. I don't know, man. I don't know. What don't you know about? I, I don't even know. Hmm. Life is crazy. Yeah, it is. But yeah, so, uh, player of the weeks, what you got? I got this nice little um, webtoon for, uh, Lord Infamous to read if he hasn't read already. It's called I'm the Max Level Newbie. And essentially, it appears as a solo leveling knockoff, and it, it kind of is. It, like it, it, it really is. But like it's almost as if what would be if Sung Jin Woo was a dick. Mm-hmm. What about you, Irby? Yeah, you know, I think I might go this week with some uh, gum gum lightning. Okay. Nothing. Nothing to say. No. No. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm gonna go with my boy Rack when he he's he's fighting with Levi or Levy, and and he's like, "Oh, this fight won't go away after after I die." And Rack's like, says, "I don't negotiate with terrorists," and then proceeds to give him the hands. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> "Dang, Rack, my boy don't care." Nah, Rack's so, OG. Yeah. I love Rack. I just watch him all the time. I read about him all the time. Just his little exploits. But Expert, yeah, so. Expert, read all about it. Yeah, so uh, what you want to get into first? Uh, get into Boruto's the thing I'm least excited about. Oh, man. Boruto's pretty good. So Boruto episode sixty nine. Define good. <laughs> uh, I, I I'm enjoying Boruto. It's a it's a nice read. So in this chapter, Armando is surprised and terrified that uh, Ida, the all seeing woman's alive, and my man Shikamaru calls for some backup, and pretty much uh, they flash to Boruto and Sasuke. They just talk. And they're like, Kawaki's being unfairly blamed for the incident, which I kind of find, it's kind of like a parallel to like the Uchiha incident, or you could say like the, the Nine-Tail Fox incident, because everyone didn't like it from the start, and they all looking at him crazy-like, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah, and he's like, oh, he was the only one that could do it because we were bros, and like they understand each other, which I was like, oh, this is another... Sasuke and Naruto uh, thing here. And Boruto was trying to give him his headband back, but he gave it back. He said, you keep it. And another tidbit, I think Serata has a crush on Boruto because Misuki asked her, did he like Boruto? Because they got to talking because they were like, we're too weak to help Boruto. And she's like, it doesn't even matter. That's not what we're talking about right now. I was like, oh, okay. Denial. Hmm. So yeah. this is like the first instance you thought she had a crush on him? No. I just thought it was nice information to put in there. I was going to say, because like the show and the manga like lead to it on a number of occasions. Well, I don't trust the show at all. I mean, no one should trust the show, but like the creator has to have some form of input on it. Does he, though? Yes. I don't know, because I feel like sometimes I'll be like, dang, why are we watching 
all this filler for? But anyhow, so they get to talking, and this part um, kind of made me mad because uh, Naruto's watching over Kawaki, and Samari's there, and, and he's Samari's like, oh, uh, Naruto's like, can you give us a minute, Samari? And Kawaki's like, oh, you're not going to condemn me for killing Boruto? And I'm like, why would you say that when you could have said that after she left the room? Like, I'm like, come on, guy. What are you, what, you little kid stuff, I guess. And so then uh, Shigmar was fighting Ida, and he's starting to feel like her love effects on him. And he starts coming up with a plan, and he's like... Um, Don't let Naruto and Sasuke come here. Yeah, and he's like... Uh, he's like... He, he asks her why she's doing what she's doing. He's like, oh, it's because I, I like Kawaki. I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, well, why don't you join us? And you can see Kawaki all, all you want. And that episode ends. I'm like, oh, okay. That's what we're doing. Manipulating That's- love. Bad Shikamaru. Shikamaru got to get out of there, man. He's trying to live, you know. Well, yeah, so that was good. Uh, I guess you want to speak a little bit about Chojin. Oh, Chojin? Yeah. I don't remember the... It was an episode, uh, chapter before the one I just read, but fucking Azuma turned into a fucking Chojin because he has a complex, is what they called it. Yeah. And people without complexes can't turn into Chojins. But Azuma apparently did have a complex, so he turned into one, and the man went fucking insane. Still don't know if he's in his right state of mind, but he killed... I think he killed the tentacle face children. I don't know if he killed paper girl children. He I think stabbed. She like, yeah, I think she like kind of shifted the paper to avoid kind of serious injury, but she still got hit. Yeah, if that he, makes any he put sense. Put a hole in Ellie's gut. Fucking. I don't understand why she didn't turn to smoke. I, I, maybe she didn't expect it. I would have been in that state. Do you want to ace my ass? You know. <laughs> um, kicked. Tokyo, like across the 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 area, and proceeded to dominate everyone that came to subjugate him. And then at the very end, he said, "Tokyo, fight me" or something along those lines. Yeah. So I'm like, "Oh, so you have your? Hmm, I'm just gonna assume you're not in your right state of mind. I don't know why you want to fight Tokyo, and neither does Tokyo." I kind of, I guess you can kind of liken it to. The, the gas thing when gas was like he wasn't when he first went in his super mode he wasn't in full um, aware of his like facsimiles you know and then like as a the fight drug on he slowly started becoming himself so we I would say see. that yeah but he stomped everyone out snapped the one girl's neck and I'm like oh my god and he's a really cool god. form too yeah he actually looks cool so would you I, like to talk about Chojin? I mean, uh, just, Jujutsu? <laughs> you just finished talking about Chojin. You right, you not uh, right. Yeah, not much in Chojin. I mean, Jujutsu. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, because you had me think about Chojin. But uh, yeah, Yuta acquires old boy's points. And then we find about Charlie Bernard. He's a manga creator like my boy. And uh, he starts talking to someone, breaks his finger, and then he's he wants he picks a fight with some random guy on the Ferris wheel. Does this feel like filler to you? Kind of, sorta. Right. Yeah. But um, then the manga guy says he can see the future like half a second ahead, like he's looking at a panel. You know, I was like that's interesting ability. That would be your ability in uh <laughs> the curse world. It'd be my ability? Yep. That doesn't seem very useful. Manga creator, just because. But anyhow, so they started the fighting, and he uses, he, he attacks from his blind spots because he can only see one second ahead if he's looking at him. So then my man uses domain expansions to get a guaranteed hit on the manga creator. And he sees his brain as a vital spot. He says he can't let him live because he's too dangerous because we'll be attacking people. So. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so not too much there. 
I mean, I guess that ability is good in a fight. Yeah. It wouldn't be good for, like, actually creating stuff. Yeah. So. Unless you, like, see a mistake you're about to make and catch it. No, I don't know. Yeah. Crazy stuff happens all the time, B. Yeah, all the time, C. D. E. F. G. I guess we talk about DBS now. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean, is there there much to talk about? Let's be honest. Oh, there's a whole lot of stuff to talk about. Come on, it was just a fight between Bardock and um, Gas when when they actually fought and like the Namekian was trying to get Bardock to leave and Bardock's like, nah, I'm gonna fight this guy and like Gas was kicking Bardock's ass. So Namekian found a Dragon Balls and was like, I want you to teleport Bardock elsewhere. But Dragon, amazingly enough, asked Bardock permission. I was like, oh, we do that? Yeah. And Bardock was like, mm. no. And told Homeboy to stay out of it. And then if you're going to wish for something, wish for my boys to grow a prosperous life or something like that. Yeah, just end up thriving. Yeah, which I don't, I don't really know what that means because Raditz dead. Yeah, at that time he's dead. So. Um, but they continue fighting and I, I thought this fight was going to link like some way Goku can master Ultra Instinct in his unique way and it was just the old school recipe for actually it's not even the old way Sans um got stronger it's kind of like the newer way because in the Frieza Saka Vegeta mentioned that Sans grows stronger in defeat but lately in Dragon Ball Super it's just been growing stronger mid battle yeah. So you now now they've broken through a wall where they don't need to be defeated to get stronger. And yeah. Um, Bardock started kicked the uh, gas went nuts and Bardock kicked his ass just from getting stronger mid that fight. Yeah. Now we're gonna see how Goku adapts to gas and defeats his father's longtime opponent. Yeah. That's what I'm waiting for. But what kind of made me mad was when he ripped off his tail and and they were talking about like transformations. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, I, I did some thinking. I was like, if you lose your tail, why why you still can't transform? Like, like um, that makes like no sense to me. Like genealogically, you know. Cause I'm like, you should still be able to. It's not like. It changed your altered your DNA, like you still have your tail per se. You're right, but it like just, if they did away with that, then like it would change the whole concept of the great yeah. form from like the very first series. Uh, how like just to like get people to revert back, they cut the tails off. Yeah, yeah, because you know, if you remove a, a dog's tail, it's still a dog. <laughs> so I'm like. Yeah, but Stuff like you won't be able to tell when it's happy half the time. I mean, that little nubby just be uh, going around. <laughs> what if it don't got a nub? Most dogs have a nub, mm. so. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I could see they cut his whole half body off, and I'm like, okay, yeah, you can't transform into something like that. But yeah, so that stuff makes me. I'm like, ah. Eh. Mm. Yeah, and then Alec kind of drops that bombshell of how Frieza's going to kill all his people. Yeah, but, like, they said it multiple times, and it was like, Bardark, at this point, I feel like you knew what was going to happen, and, like, you did nothing to stop it. Yeah. And then I also had another thought, too, and this this is making me think, because, um... And I was like, so... I was thinking, what if they, they had, uh... Cause I guess apparently there's different. Remember how they had those rings with the, the Kai's and each one was like a different timeline existing in like a different world. 
What if it's some random timeline Super Saiyan 4 exists and they write it in there? But they give a quick little overpass, like, oh, see, it's in there. Stop, Super Saiyan 4 is not canon. <laughs> but but if, they wanted, if they wanted to take things that already existed and made it canon, they wouldn't have had to make a new Broly movie where he was introduced because there's already several Broly, Broly movies in existence. But yeah, I'm, I understand that thought, but I'm just saying. Although there are separate universes out there, so your theory it wouldn't be far-fetched because we learned that every time Trunks travels back in time or whatever, he creates an, another universe, which is why the gods hate and forbid time traveling. But yeah. I'm still on the spectrum that Super Saiyan 4 doesn't exist because now people... People think that Super Saiyan 4 is comparable to Super Saiyan God. And that shouldn't be the case. Yeah, I don't think that. I you can't even sense ones. God key unless you're using a God transformation. Yeah. So. But yeah, that was just a thought I had. And I had written that down because I was like, huh. What if that is? What if one of those rings did contain that or contain some other thing? Mm-hmm. Or even, or even contained a universe where Goku actually was um didn't leave home and he stayed there. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. So I don't, so I don't know. All sorts of possibilities now. Possibilities. I just had a, a thought. I we we thought I would share. So now, yeah. Um, Overlord or Shield Hero. Dealer's choice. Well, Overlord's on top of my notes, so we can do Overlord. Okay, Overlord it is. I'm just, before we get into it, and I'm sorry, um, Lord Infamous. I'm tired of these lizard people. I don't know what, how far they actually, like, drive this story, but, like, I still feel like we're really focused on these people who aren't going to matter in a few episodes. But with that being said, Season 2, Episode 3, Lizard Men Gathering. And the fight started and the lizard men are um, fighting undead. And they're like trying to, they're just waiting to send out their troops until they see the leader because the the army seemed like it didn't have any coordination. They seemed commanderless. So they they pull through and defeat the undead. And Kokaitis is like, oh, at this play, this um, at this rate, they'll actually defeat me. I underestimated them. And the Kokaitis ends up at trying to ask Demiurge for advice. But he was like, ah, I think Ein's, I think his purpose is to see what you would do. And Kokaitis ended up summoning one of the elder liches that was wiped out their main front. But then the four big guys showed up and uh, worked together and killed the elder lynch. And then that solidified the Lizardmen's victory. Before the episode ends, Lord Ein says, sends a message for Kaidas to come that he wants to see him. And then we head into episode four, Army of the Death. And when we get to that episode, we're at the Lizard Men and we're seeing them celebrate. And big strong guy was like, where are those two? And like, they're resting in the tent. I'm like... Uh, you know they're not doing any any kind of resting in that tent. So he just goes over and barges in. It's like, how's the baby making? Yeah. Then we go over to Lauren Ines where he's pretty much given, doing a meeting of like everything they've been working on so far. And he decided that, um, what's her, Shaltier will get a punishment because she, she, she's soaking because she didn't get one. Yeah, and well, I, I know it was soaking, but I think she she's in extreme duress because she feels like she let him down. Yeah, she was drinking the la, last um 
set of three we were watching. Yeah, pretty heavily. So kind of like my Friday nights. Okay. <laughs> uh, doubtful, but okay. So, um, the attention gets to Kukaitis, and they're like, you, "You, we only lost one important troop, and gained your knowledge and your growth." But with that being said, you still lost and you need to be punished, although it won't be severe. Take on everyone by yourself. Which we later learn it's no, that's no sweat. I, you know, us too. I also feel like, um, like he, I think he just be coming up stuff just whenever because, uh, I'm like, because it's like haphazardly he says stuff or does stuff, and I'm like, doesn't make any sense. You know, like, he, I guess he wanted to see what he would do. You could just told him that, like, yeah, I'm giving you this, and I'm going to see how you answer. But, like, it's like he came up with that after the fact of of him doing this stuff, if you know what I mean. That makes sense. Well, he they, they admire like him so perf- much that they, like, come up with these genius intentions for him and a lot of times he plays on them yeah it's like reflexive he's like oh yeah this is what whatever and it's like oh okay i guess so yeah yeah which is kind of like uh, uh, but here's here's the part where like it gets a little confusing for me because in episode four they decide like hey because Kakaitis didn't thought that they were great warriors, even though they were weak, but they could be useful. And Demiurge ended up being the one convincing Lord Ein to like let them live. So then he his punishment to Kakaitis was, "You will gain their loyalty, but you will not use fear to do it." Yeah. And then the very next episode. We show them an army that they know they can't win against. We show them even greater beings we know they can't win against. And we kill pretty much all their... All but one leader. Yeah. So, and we weren't I, I supposed know. to get their loyalty, th- loyalty through fear. Yeah, it makes no sense most of the time. I'm just like, oh. So man. when, so yeah, so when Crush was in front of Lord Ainz pledging allegiance and calling him my lord and things like that, she was clearly scared, which he tried to ease her. And but like she views herself as a slave. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just I'm over the lizard people, honestly. I'm just like, <laughs> and we get to like a more interesting part of. And like it, it sucks because, um, we were we were told that it won't really get to like the really exciting parts until we get to season three. And I'm just like, so is this entire season gonna be this? Just like mindless side stories that like probably overall don't matter. Because in the grand scheme of things. What did we accomplish by beating these this, these uh, lizard men? I have no idea. I'll just be out here watching stuff. Watching stuff. But yeah, I did think a funny part was um when he they gave him the throne and and he declines because he's like, oh, those are human skulls. And he's like, I can't do that. <laughs> he sits on shelter. <laughs> Yeah, and then he's like, let's see what the lizard people are doing. And then he got caught fucking. Yeah, and I'm like, he, then he's so embarrassed, and I'm like, well, no one told you looking on their tent. <laughs> Yo, she said impregnate me. I th- I didn't think it was necessary to watch him finish. Yeah. At the end there, they just saw him like, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, we had to watch him finish? We just had to throw that in there? It was as well, it wasn't even what we were currently talking about. Yeah, I I see that. You didn't but, see that? Nah, I wasn't really paying attention. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, so, yeah, I missed oh. I missed that one. 
Shield oh, yeah. Hero. Oh wait, have we we haven't talked about Tower God, have we? We have not. Go ahead, Irby, do your thing. Whichever one. Dealer's choice. I'll do some TOG. Jump around to BNZ. Uh, uh, I was trying to make a run. We got how it went. But uh shoot uh Tower of God. Season two, episodes three twenty-three to three twenty-nine. Oh, you're almost so, in season three. Yeah, I'm almost there. It's taking me a long time to get there, but you know, make it do what it do, baby. So uh, Evan's doing something, and he's like, oh, made sacrifice a bunch of allies, but he wants people near him to survive. I'm like, okay. And So Young's going to lend Bam a battleship so they can go. And her brother thinks Horion is pretty. And the Dorsey's like, I'm pretty too. <laughs> So that's another funny moment that I thought about. And they go somewhere safer to talk, and they forgot that the safer route was just a lie, and they were just bait. And Bam's all mad, but Horan was like, well, you chose the teens based on who matters to you at, the, at that time. And I'm like, ooh, she has a point. And uh, so then... Uh, he tells them that Yuri will handle those people, and Yuri's speaking with um, Arya Bright, the Division Commander One, and Air is heavily defended, and Yuri is under suspicion, but she wants to regain her honor, so she wants to go out to Bam and company. And Bam tells other people to flee with Khan to get help, and he's like, I'm going sac to sacrifice myself to save him. I'm like, come on, dog. You're not going to sacrifice yourself. You, you're the main character. <laughs> And a whole other season, so we know how it work out for you. And so then Evan Evan's plan works, and Caracas people all show up, and they have like the Deaf Lady, Grom, Avon Kill, you know, they're very strong. And apparently, Avon Kill has a strong Zo-like elephant, you know. So there's a little one piece for you. Threw that in there. And so. She starts fighting. She smashes uh, my man's weapon. She fought one hit. Then she handles his minions. And she has an attack that makes bodies melt. And I'm like, oh, okay. And Bam's going to worship. They have a plan. Bong Bong and Masing and Adorshi shows up to help. And Rack didn't go to help Bam because she's like, Black Turtle needs to uh needs him to protect the blue turtle so he can focus on the fight i'm like okay rack i see you my boy so so then um he does something and they talk about the odds with horion and he's like oh he, he they may not they may not accomplish it but if he does i have the power to rewrite the, the history of the tower i'm like oh, okay that's interesting and then they come, come across some people, and Missing, Missing fights them. And she learned uh, Sintru, so she starts knocking people out. I'm like, oh, okay. So she starts boosting her, her attacks and such. And um, apparently, I think she's from like a, a family. It might be a predominant family. But uh, she doesn't know who her parents are, and she called it Berserker Mode. And then the floor commander showed up to fight. Avon kill. Hey. And and uh missing knocks knocks him out. She has a monologue with uh Elipthron, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see, yeah, I'm not really afraid of death anymore. And she's like, I'm more so afraid that if my fire goes out, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, she goes, she she flashes back to with um Hong Sung and he's like, um, why don't you just kill me? She's like, you're not afraid to die? He's like, nope, I'm more afraid of my rage will deplete because I want to change the tower and this, that, and the other. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. So. So, yeah. It's getting spicy. Spicy in here. Yeah. It's getting spicy in here. Oh. So, yeah, that happens. And then, uh, where was I? Yeah. So, so then we, we find out um, she's fighting, and Ari breaks her sword, 
and they attack, and she, they're similar to the, the Arya family, except they don't actually use actual swords. Um, so, so then we found out Avankyo has ancient powers. I'm like, oh, okay. That's interesting. So Bam and company are going to attack head on because they're like, we won't, we won't be able to trick them this time. And my man Han Sung Yu shows up with the skills. And he attempts to get the regular, but Chiani, um, she she like blocks his attack and she's like, you need to be more worried about them. And she she kind of gets ready to attack him. And then so uh, Yuri interferes when there's some C-rank regulars, show up to stop Bam and crew. And Bam uses an orb. And I was like, oh my gosh, an orb. So I guess apparently the ability to use an orb is rare among people there. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm saying maybe I'm thinking maybe Jihad uses use an orb, or he's one of the, the few orb users, or maybe just like the t- the heads of the Ten Family uses orbs or something. Was it? Didn't I, he use it in the floor of no, no, not the floor of death in the hidden room? It, yeah, I think he used one. Um. So that was that. Uh, so, um, uh, Avon kills, she's burning up everybody and Rack is like looking at the fire. He's like, oh, I've seen that fire before. And he's in a daze. And, uh, let's see. Uh, Bam's teacher, he begins to fight Calavan and he pulls out the El Robina, one of the deadliest weapons personal weapons in existence. And so they talk about the essence of bravery and legendary gem said to contain the wisdom of all fighting. And pretty much what they do in his his, Caliban's tribe was they all had to fight. The strongest ranker would come back to protect the gem. So they would fight and then they would come back and they would protect it or whatever. And that's how it happens. And then Bam's teacher kind of reminds him, like, hey, if you're the one guarding the gym now to defeat everybody, I think you're the strongest one. So that opened his eyes and set him in a new path. And he originally wanted Calavan as a slayer, but he declined. And Calavan's nickname is the Human Hunter because he we would go fight the strongest people and make them minions. And then we run across a Conroyal Elliot, ruler of the floor, and he came to fight Avonkill because she's making a mess of things. And Yuri teleports the hostages uh, close enough so the Bam could attempt a rescue. And then a ranker shows up to fight with Bam. Rack, rack, uh, he recognizes the flames. And Question Mark Man is planning to uh, take Cun from Rack because oh, that boy must be important or something. And this is the scene where. Rack power comes back and he he attacks because for some reason the question marks didn't work on Rack but they worked on Hockney and he can only use one question mark curse at a time. So yeah, after Rack lays down the business, uh, Levy wants to flee and he undoes the curse and Rack tells him don't ever bother um, looking down at alligators again. And Bam starts to fight the ranker. Um, the, she's trying to stall for time, five minutes, while Dorsey saves the hostage. And somehow, Bam gets the Black March. And the ranker's like, oh, this feels dangerous for him to have that weapon. And the Black March likes him. And Yura asks uh, Ch- Ch- uh, Chioni why she's trying to bring her along when she knows that she'd be killed as well. And Calavan says, sacrifice a few people on the train will stop a war. And I'm like, Stop what war guy? What are you talking about? And we find out Bam's teacher is the Ha. And the March comes alive again, talks to Bam, says she's only um give him some power, helps him. Um also says she's he's grown so much from stuff he didn't know about. And Bam destroys the whale thing where the where the captors were held in one hit. And uh, Chioni's like, oh, change of plans. 
don't no one don't care about anyone else, but we're gonna mess up that black haired boy over there who is Bam. So I'm like, oh, okay. Bam okay. getting too strong. They finna murder my boy. But I know they don't because there's 300 more episodes. So don't mind if I do. Yeah, so that's that Tower God. Oh man, that um next week is gonna I think I know what your flavor of the week next week's gonna be. You don't know. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be Tower God related. I don't even know my next flavor of the week. I know, because it hasn't happened yet. Exactly. But I think I know your next flavor of the week. I don't know. Maybe I'll read One Piece this week and it will surprise me. Um, One Piece doesn't have a chapter coming out this week. It has one to eight days, so. Uh, I think it's 14 days. No, I just look, because I just finished reading it. Mm, Then My Hero is the one with 14 days. Yeah, uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, Jujutsu did have the, the two-week hiatus, so that's why there's only two episodes. Yeah, new chapter coming in eight days. Yes, sir. Next week, after we record. Maybe I'll get it leaked or hacked a data server. You could. You could uh, do enough research and find some spoilers. Or I could just read it in Japanese. Or you could do that. You yes. Just- Judge what that's going on. It's a lot of action, so not too much to read. Just see what happens. Possible. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how I feel. Um, Before we get into Shield Hero, is... So, next week, do you want to, like, continue with Spy X Family? That's, that's one we'll talk about off the air, sir. Why? We can talk about it now. Nope, not enough time. But anyhow. <laughs> not enough time? We're not even on a timer. Actually, yeah. we're, we're like on pace to have one of the earliest episodes ever. Nah, dog. But uh, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about that shield hero. Alright, fine, fine, fine. Keep it moving. Episode 1 of Season 2, A New Roar. The... what? What is it? The, um... The waves of calamity. Yeah. The waves of calamity have stopped because the spirit turtle has awoken and shown up again. Now, we get clarification on what the spirit turtle is later on to explain what the spirit turtle is. The spirit turtle is a giant fucking tortoise that stops the waves of calamity using sacrificial souls. Now, let's progress with the episodes. Um, Episode 1, really good to see my guy again. It was just a quick update on whatever he was doing. Raftalia and Philo, their training, uh, along with uh, Rishia. Yeah. Rishia is still with us because the sword hero or no or the bow hero abandoned her she was too weak so my girl's trying to get stronger and um made herself a slave to nalfami which i don't i don't really get how that's gonna make her stronger but hey you know she's already voluntarily uh fighting I, i feel like she should get party xp yeah, she maybe should get party XP, but like, because Philo's not a slave and they do stuff, and she she's grown stronger. So I'm like, this makes absolutely zero sense. Philo did want a mark on her, though. I think Philo does have a mark. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't. I, I can't remember her getting marked. I remember Raftalia going back and getting um, marked. marked again. Yeah, and Philo, I believe, also got marked. Yeah. But so, I think that was that was because she was an animal or something, right? Or she was supposed to have been an animal. I think she was just jealous of Raftalia having the mark. Yeah, but I mean, she started out as like a, an animal, and then she eventually, when she um, leveled up, she gained consciousness to turn into um, 
mm-hmm. the, the new queen or whatever, Filio queen. The Filolian queen. Yeah. Candidate. I think she's Filolian queen candidate. Something like that. Because the Filolian queen is um the, the yeah. lady with three calyx. Yeah. Now, so. towards the end of this episode, we find out about the spirit tortoise and the four heroes are talking to the queen in which... We all acknowledge that the ways of calamity have stopped. But the other three heroes decided they're too busy to worry about the tortoise. I was like, what, what are you? I think they're all idiots. So what are you busy doing? Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, they're just like, the other oh, two, well, we don't have time. Yeah, the other two seemed good. And the spear hero just seemed like an idiot that would like, it was too gullible. So what are you guys too busy doing that you can't deal with the... Like, it would have probably... The, the sword hero probably could have taken that turtle's neck with the spear hero. They probably yeah. could have done it together in, like, one attempt. Yeah. But. Like, the spear hero throw the a giant attack and then he comes through and gets the slash yeah the yeah and then like the bow hero probably could have took out another leg that didn't involve like so many people dying i don't know man they're, they're... and yeah because it's like they're like oh we can't do anything because you don't want to help and it's like huh what people are dying you don't want to help which is why i'm like i don't make no sense now he's the only one that got common sense in here He's like, well, if it keeps coming this way, it's going to uh, get the people. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, yeah, they just, they're just dumb. The whole, the whole thing's making me mad. And Risa, she wants someone that don't even want her. Like, girl, stop chasing. <laughs> stop the cap. Stop chasing. Go on about your life. All right, Perpetuating so. stereotype. Now for me, it's the only one that's willing to help. So, episode two. Footprints of the spirit tortoise. The tortoise, we find out the tortoise targets populated areas. And then... Densely populated areas. Yeah, densely populated areas to get the amount of souls it needs. But for some reason takes a two to three day nap. Then we also learn that there are seven star heroes in this world. But that are mixed between people that were summoned from another world, like now for me and the others, but also chosen people in this world. But it is noted that they are likely weaker than the current Cardinal heroes at this moment. Anyway, they looked that they're much weaker when they was put the clamps on them boys. Exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't know if we're following our own story here. Yeah, maybe the heroes are actually the, the the seven people that were summoned, and um, maybe now for each one of the the cardinals, but the other people are just other people, I suppose. I don't know. Mm. Craziness. But at the very, I think at the very end of episode one, this lady says, "Kill me, please," and disappears. So like we see her in the she beginning does. of this episode. <laughs> yeah, we see her yeah. at the beginning of this episode, and then she shows up at this meeting that everyone's having, and. We found out that her name is Oost or Oost. Hold yeah. on. And she is, she was believed to be like a, a royal of some sort around the kingdom, but she is actually a familiar of the spirit tortoise. And her task was to basically trick humans into fighting so that they had the souls to gather to stop the waves of calamity. Yeah. But now she has acknowledged that the tortoise has awoken due to someone else and is killing more people than it needs, and it needs to be stopped. But once the tortoise is stopped and killed, she also dies, which is why she said, please kill me to now for me. Now, yeah. here is my thing about that. It all sounds like it makes sense, but... 
The tortoise uses souls to block the ways of calamity, but it seems like an ineffective way to do that because eventually you're gonna run out of souls. You're gonna... How many souls does it need? Like, you're gonna run out of people. Yeah. The the ways of calamity happen, like, in a span of months. Like, this isn't years, it's months. People don't have time unless they're, like constantly repopulating people don't have time to like fill the void of the amount of lives taken by the tortoise to stop the waves and supply that amount of souls you know what I mean like it I don't I, that that part kind of messed with me too it was like I don't I don't know if we really thought about the logic of this um but regardless the turtle had to be stopped I think it's like a world ending event or something yeah type deal and then uh, Al said towards the end there that if the shield if the cardinal heroes should fail they're supposed to be shown how to wake the tortoise so the the spirit tortoise is should is a last resort for the ways of calamity yeah and then end of the episode the spirit tortoise awakens yeah Episode 3, Shaking Land. Alright, now for me, came up with a plan to minimize casualties and we're going to attack the tortoise. Now for me and his crew are drawing attention from the familiars. Um, Eclair is leading the charge on the horses. And I guess leading the spirit tortoise to this canyon type um, area where um, people with an army with um, siege weapons will try to pin down and stop the tortoise's movements. And then the other nation with the bombs, which he sacrificed himself, buried the turtle under rubble. So that it couldn't move. But then the tortoise had a long range attack for the events where it couldn't move. Where it just summons purple spikes and they fling all over to the world, the, the area. And now for me and Eclair realized the safest place was right next to the turtle. Because the area was untouched. I'm not sure they realized it was the safest place, but... I think that um Well Nalfmi had a I don't know what Nalfi's plan was, but E Claire is the one that assumed and Nalfmi thought it was the safest place. Yeah. So that's why I was like, uh because he was planning to take his head off because uh earlier in the episode he's they, he did a flag that raised the morale and then he was like, Oh, at this point, um it's gonna be a get away from me flag at some point. Do you remember that? Yeah, I just don't know what it yeah. meant. Yeah, so I don't know if he actually knew that. So I was like, huh, that's interesting. Maybe he meant that, like, it's going to be a warning, like, you shouldn't attack this region. I no idea. But, um, he sends a message through the Queen's shadow to move on to uh, phase two, which is the magic spell that we can only use once, which was the judgment spell that we found in season one. And it made a nice slit in the turtle's neck, which Philo and Raftalia did a cooperative attack. Well, they both attacked together. It wasn't really cooperative. Like, their attacks didn't complement each other in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And then... Now for me, puts his shield in the tortoise necks, and um, Rishia gives Raftalia and Philo a boost in. I, I I assume strength. A lot of times in games, red means strength, so I'm gonna assume strength. A strength boost, which I don't know why she didn't do the first swing, but. Um, Al shows up. I think she was she was busy um trying to protect those other people. P- perhaps, perhaps. That's right. That's how I would say she didn't do it. But Al shows up. I I think she was with Thumb. But Al shows up, 
after like draining all her magic because she was protecting other people. And she boosts the ability of Nalfmi's shield, which enlarges the shield in the turtle's neck. And then Raftali and Philo attack again, and the turtle, the tortoise's neck falls off. Yeah. Now, everyone's celebrating. Everyone's happy. Nalfmi and her crew are kind of sad because Alice is dead. And then Philo turns around and is like, Alice Onisan or Onijan, whatever. Rishia's crying, and then she hands her a knack, and everyone turns like, "Why are you alive?" And she's like, "Oh, I guess you didn't kill the tortoise." What? She's like, "No, I guess I didn't." <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess we didn't kill it. All right, well, till next week. <laughs> yeah, I did think something else was funny too was when um. They were teasing uh, Rishia about the bow hero. They're like, oh, you must really like her or something. And then she asked her about... Um, Just throw herself at him. Yeah. And, and, and she's... My man now for me was like, oh, since you got so... Uh, since you made that kind of reaction, you must know what she means. You are around that age anyway. Yeah, and Raphtalia's like, what does what does it mean? And I was like, oh, you're so cute. You don't know anything. So, Stay that way. That relationship progresses. She gonna know. She might not know nothing. You never know. But I was like, yeah, just stay cute. <laughs> so, comments? Questions? Concerns? Nah. Don't got much of anything. Then that. Was Wait, this... I do got something I want to say, though. Go ahead. Yeah. I want to give a, a special shout-out to my belt for always holding, it on my, holding up my pants when they're feeling down, you know? That's it. Yeah, that's it? Yeah. Shout-out to your loves. belt? Yeah, for holding up my pants when they're feeling down. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was this week's episode of Herbal Synergy. Guys, like, comment, subscribe. Shout out to Irby's Belt. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Peace.